This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. So right now, the Euros are happening in France. 24 countries playing the beautiful game. It's a European soccer championship. And there are some people playing uh, some other games on the streets that aren't so fun. Uh, For decades, the English hooligans have been known as drunk and violent. These are um, members of, uh, I guess, fans. They call themselves fans. Uh, for that follow football clubs uh, around and they they're famous for brawling and vandalism and intimidation and for years and years the ones to be frightened of and the ones that got into the most trouble in the 70s and 80s would be the English now there seems to be a different breed of hooligans and they are the Russians and they are literally uh, very scary characters. They're wreaking havoc on, not that the English hooligans that were drunk and belligerent weren't scary because they did get in some serious uh, violence ensued at uh, different events. But these guys are a totally different breed. They are not drinking. They don't even drink. They don't, they train they dedicate themselves to violence. They basically work on their muscles and their martial arts. And they have names for um, some of their tactics, they call them, when they go into battles with other uh, football fans from other football clubs. Uh, there's a jump. It's a, it, In fact, you just give a swift kick to somebody's head, and then it's a quick retreat. And there's full-on mayhem. In fact, we're hearing that they're starting to strap GoPros onto themselves and upload videos of themselves beating up other soccer fans. Uh, Basically, they also train in martial arts. And, uh, yeah, they've filmed the mayhem. They've provided commentary. They've posted uh, videos on the uh, social media sites that uh, many of their fans go to. You know, there are other... Groups, the Italians apparently, they're a group of uh, Italian hooligans that call themselves the Italian Ultras. They are openly fascist and they are uh, pretty horrible people as well. But it seems that the uh, Russians are standing out here. And the reason why it came to my attention was the fact that Russia is supposed to be hosting the World Cup of football in uh, 2018, two years from now. So these guys basically... um, get together and they train, they organize fights 15 against 15 in parking lots in Moscow and other Russian cities. And a lot of them were stopped trying to get into France to get to the games because they noticed that they were nefarious characters up to no good, right? But how do you keep them out of your country when the World Cup's going on? You can't do that. Uh, When some of the uh, videos and the um, news of the mayhem by Russian hooligans started hitting um, media outlets, one MP, a Russian MP and a member of the executive committee of Russian soccer union tweeted, nothing wrong with fighting, keep it up, boys. And he basically said that the hooligans were defending the honor of their country. I kid you not. So they're basically roaming the streets in packs looking for uh, fans of other football clubs. You know, you could be wearing the wrong jersey, and they will literally beat you up. Some of them have clubs. It's pretty scary stuff. Vladimir Markin also tweeted, he's a top police official in Russia. The Europeans are surprised when they see a real man looking like a man should. They're only used to seeing men at gay parades. I mean, and these guys are supposed to be hosting the World Cup in 2018? 
I, I think they have to have it taken away from them. They've already, at the European uh, soccer body at the Euros, have basically reacted to the violence by fining their soccer federation 150,000 euros and announcing the suspension and disqualification of Russia from the tournament if one more outburst of hooligan violence ensues inside a stadium. Then the Russians would be out. No word on outside the stadium, and they don't even seem to be going into the stadium. These guys are roving the streets, and they're uploading it online. I'm, I, I, it's terrifying watching the YouTube video. Have you seen some of this, Chris? I don't know. I guess you have. I'm sorry, I'm coughing off air because I'm still dealing with this uh, this throat thing, truth be told, two weeks later. If you've had this wicked cold, you know it just doesn't seem to go away. So every once in a while, if you hear me look, sounding like I'm getting overly emotional, eh, I have to take a sip of tea, you know, and try and deal with it. Uh, what I want to know is if you think that Russia should be banned from hosting or participating in the World Cup uh, coming in 2018. Because I think there is a definite risk to people's safety. The safety of fans, you're welcoming the world into your country in order to celebrate the beautiful game. And when we're talking about guys that uh, sounds like their hobby is to train in order to wreak havoc and well, violence upon people, they can't actually, I think you've got a serious problem. They can't actually be that excited about <laughs> soccer because it's soccer, right? You're telling me you don't like soccer very much. Telling you, it's kind of boring. Well, it's a very low-scoring game, isn't it? When you when you look at the basketball finals that are happening right now, it looks like the Warriors could uh, seal up their second. Uh, what was it called? It's not a World Cup. It's not a pennant. Championship? Championship in uh, two years in a row. Hey, Chris, you're on Talk Radio AM 640. It, it's still... Hey, Kelly, how are you? Great job. Hey, thanks. I'm trying not to cough on air, so excuse me. Well, I can't catch it through the phone. Um, what still blows my mind is is the uh, the Olympics in Moscow. Was it Moscow? I think it was Sochi, right? So Sochi, okay. Uh, Moscow. They were a mess. But but there's uh, Putin uh, standing to the national anthem with all the flags coming through and, and peace and love with the Olympics. And and meanwhile, at the very same time, they're evading uh, the Ukraine. Yeah, there's that. But uh, what do you think about the World Cup? You think it should be taken away from them? That's very, absolutely. I think that's very similar to, to Putin there. Peace and love with everybody. Uh, the flag's coming through, the world there. And meanwhile, he's he's in the midst of, of, of possibly starting World War Three. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, there's some annexing going on. It's scary. And uh, the world very just watched scary. it go on. Yeah, I think, uh, thanks for the call, Chris. I think that if we're talking about a sport, Sportsmanship has to be paramount when you're hosting a world event like this. And I, quite frankly, don't think uh, with these Russian hooligans organized like they are, you know there's going to be more of it. They're going to be on their home turf. The violence? Give me a break. This is beyond uh, drunken fans getting rowdy and getting into fistfights. This is literally organized violence being uploaded online. You know, I said this to a very close personal friend of mine, and he said, what? You can't blame the whole country for their fans. Yeah, well, they shouldn't be hosting the World Cup in 2018, is my opinion. The Euros are happening in France right now, and police say 37 people were arrested yesterday with riot police uh, fired tear gas and charged at hundreds of England fans uh, gathered in Lille, France. And, you know, they were told to uh, behave. 
behave responsibly. And, you know, England's always been known as having hooligans that follow their soccer team around. But Russia's exporting a new breed of football hooligan. And this is a group of hooligans. They do not drink. They train they uh, they dedicate themselves to violence. They work on their muscles and martial arts. They meet in uh, organized fights, 15 against 15, in parking lots in Moscow and other Russian cities. And they are, quite frankly, wreaking havoc in France. They're uh, tweeting. They're tweeting out uh, and uploading to social media videos that they take of themselves beating up other fans. They're very proud of it, in fact. And they are uh, strapping GoPros to themselves and organized packs are roaming the streets looking for other fans. I know that they attacked some people in uh, some British fans the other day, some England fans. And, you know, top police officials are tweeting out the Europeans are surprised when they see real men looking like men should. They're only used to seeing men at gay parades. In fact, a Russian MP who is also the executive committee member of the Russian soccer union tweeted out to the hooligans that uploaded these Awful videos. Nothing wrong with fighting. Keep it up, boys. I just, I don't think these guys deserve to have the World Cup. Frankly, it scares me because a lot of the hooligans were kept out of France because they were worried about this. Now they're going to host the World Cup in 2018. I say, no, I don't think so. Scott and Caledon, you're on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, how are you? I'm great. Yourself? I'm doing wonderful. I'm glad I'm not in France. Yeah, Um, tell me about it. Um, you know what? It's not surprising. Um, you know, but the, they won't be banned for one. They won't get uh, the World Cup taken away because the problem is every country in the world has this problem. Um, it doesn't matter if you go to even Spain. You know, as you said, Italy they have their ultras. It's everywhere. It's horrible. I've been to games in Europe and uh, I've seen it firsthand, and it's absolutely horrible. But um, there's very little that they can do about it other than banning everybody altogether. This is a different kind of organized group, though, it seems. You know, like, uh, they're not like the British were. They're not drinking and belligerent and losing their uh, minds and, you know, attacking other people. These are guys that are not drinking at all. Yeah, but the thing now, with when you go to Europe, um, it, it's not the guys that are wearing all the soccer gear and the scarves and everything. Those are the people that you know are fans. These guys dress conservatively. Oh, for sure. I don't think um, they're fans at all. No, not at all. Um, so, you know, as I said, there's just there's absolutely zero way that you can eliminate these people because they are who they are. So, so yeah, I, that's a scary thought. I just think you know, and you can't eliminate those people. But when you think about the uh, MP and the executive with uh, the Russian football. Um, league, you know, tweeting out, hey, way to go, nothing wrong with, uh, you know, a little bit of violence. I think then you have to take a close look at Russia and go, do we really want the World Cup to be there in two years? Hey, Kyle and Peterborough, what do you think? You're on Talk Radio AM 640. Yeah, thanks for having my call. Great, uh, great discussion. Hey, thanks. Um, I think it's important to note that uh, soccer has nefariously been, as far as the spectators go, a violent sort of uh, participation on the part of all people involved. So it would be highly unfair to start judging countries now. I mean, set aside the fact that the country seems to be Russia, seems to be endorsing this sort of behavior, which probably isn't kosher, but I don't think it's fair to start judging countries now and deciding to take something away when we know what what results in soccer events being held in countries and cities.
Well, what about, uh, you know, a lot of these Russian hooligans were kept out. What if, you know, two years from now, you know, the, the possibility is that it could, the violence could ensue at even greater rate than it has right now in, in France because you can't keep people out of their own country. Right, you can't. And I think the only difference here is now we're able to label this, you know, small uh, group of people who are, you know, obviously in this sort of behavior. But as before, you kind of knew who the hooligans were and, you know, who were the offenders were, but there was no way to identify them. It's the only difference now. So I guess I'm just saying from the history of it, uh, where, where do you start drawing the line and can mm-hmm. you start drawing the line without serious repercussions and poking the bear, no pun intended? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's an interesting, you bring up a lot of great points. Mike in Scarborough, uh, you're saying the British started it. Yeah, they did at the airport. They're insulting uh, the Russians, and then they're insulting, uh, not Kornikova, but the other one, the other tennis star that just bowed out for two years because of her suspension and stuff like that. So you don't hear these stories. Um, A couple observations. Number one, France, if they can't corral uh, these uh, professional fighters, that's what they are, professional street fighters. Yeah, it's crazy. Ex, they're ex, they're thugs. Ex, yeah, they're ex-military guys. That's what they are. And they're, and they're fighting. And if, if the police can't get them together and deport them, then the police in France, is, uh, they're real crap, obviously. They can't even contain their own country. Uh, perhaps these guys could train their police force. The but what happens, is, though, about the, the World Cup? The second thing is, it's pretty hypocritical to say you got to ban people from hosting a World Cup. Uh, the ancient Greeks started the Olympics for that purpose, to stop fighting each other for two weeks, to battle it out in a field and see who's better. And then they started again after that. All the Greek states, uh, they used to fight each other, the Athenians, Corinthians, Spartans. And then they would stop for two weeks. No wars. They would all shake hands and battle it out, see who's the fastest, most accurate, strongest, and all that other stuff. So you can't just say because of 20 boneheads but it's more than 20 there they've uh, well, they blacklisted 20, at least 100 that didn't get in okay so 100 so you can't you can't well i don't you don't know how many problem. there are is my point well, i just okay well that's fine so you have 100 people that you can't investigate arrest and deport instantly your police force sucks okay but let's get back to the world cup i mean should they be hosting can't it punish russia because 100 people are complete a-holes and are, and, are, and are tarring the image of their fellow country. My, my uh, girlfriend is Russian, right? And she, they're kind of... Hey, look, I don't have anything thing. against Russians, personally. Well, I just... Exact, exactly. I'm saying so here, it's, it's so very political. hard to, to for me to go, oh, yeah, the World Cup would be fine in Russia, because it you think... Be. I don't know, be. they kept about 100 of them out, and <laughs> they, uh, they're saying that a lot of people didn't make it over there, and if they're training, and if the, the, and if the MPs are supporting it and saying, hey, this is good... Do you think Putin would allow any of this to happen in Moscow? Absolutely. I I don't honestly know what to think about Putin. Well, nothing happened in Sochi. It was the most secure Olympics in history. Nothing happened. Zero. Yeah, Putin it's a different control. thing though. But we're, I'm gonna I'm just gonna move on, Mike. I appreciate the call. You're bringing up a lot of great points. I don't know how you have a world sporting event when there's a possibility of violence going on, and you have it in the host city of the people that are uploading violence that they're doing to uh, other fans of the sport. And it seems like that's their sport, violence. I, you know, I understand that you can't blame the whole country, but it seems as though the, uh, the soccer federation had no problem saying that they'll kick Russia out if their fans do it one more time, if they uh, create and, and wreak havoc and, and create violence uh, in any of the stadiums, uh, you know. 
I mean, Rio, you're on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, Kelly, thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for being on. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, that, the violence is so easy to control. It's the safest place to watch a soccer match in the world is England. Because nowadays, no matter where you are at the stadium, inside, outside, that there's a camera that'll be on you, right? So they know anybody who m- makes trouble, you're banned for life. I mean, that happened 30 years ago. So Russia's just behind at times. But they should actually take it away from them anyway, because Russia, who gets it this time, and then the UAE four years after them, they all got it because they were part of the FIFA mafia that now has got it all exposed. So they actually sh- it should be taken away from them anyway. Right. And, and if, the, if the Russian Soccer Federation is, is promoting this and making it look good, that's so ridiculous. They, they should just take it away from them and give it to a, a, a country that's run properly. Nothing against Russia. Look, I mean, I, I, I know Russian people that I am quite fond of. I just um, Russia right now with Putin in charge has some human rights issues that they have to deal with. I don't know why we'd have a World Cup, at a, you know, in a place like that uh, where you're trying to bring people together. It's a very divisive place right now. And uh, I just think these people are they're filming themselves. They're not worried about cameras. They're filming themselves and they're uploading it online. They don't care. Hey, Joe in Toronto, you're on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, Kelly, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Uh, yeah, my opinion is, well, having the cup in uh, in Russia in a couple of years, if the countries that are participating feel that strongly about their hooliganism, don't go. Boycott the cup. That's interesting. People have boycotted the Olympics before. Boycott the cup. If they feel that strongly about it, don't go. Don't participate. I appreciate the call. It's 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 interesting you put it in, but I still feel like you know if you want to host a world class event, I kind of think you have to have you know, a, 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 your human rights have to first of all be up to date, and secondly, you know how about the organized violence? The the threat of violence is massive. Hey, Manny, you're in Brampton. You're obviously a football fan, and you're saying you know the English have a bad reputation too. Yeah, if you look, they have documentaries uh, based on uh, a city called Millwall. Where literally they meet up after the game and like crush each other's heads in. Ridiculous. So it's pretty much prevalent in the English uh, society. I mean, I'm not saying every English fan is a hooligan, but they've kind of like coined the term. Like, you know, you don't see the Russians beating up uh, other countries. Uh, you see them just targeting the English because they like to, uh, you know, instigate things. And uh, I think that's the issue there that's happening. Maybe it's because I'm a woman, but I honestly don't feel there's any violence that should be at any sporting events. I really think uh, if there's violence, uh, we're done. Hey, Gino, you're on Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, Kelly. Yeah, you people forgot about the lunch in Vancouver, about the Stanley Cup. Yeah, you that was about, ridiculous, and it was embarrassing. Because you talk about the other Well, I'm not like talking that. about that right that's now, that's, because it's a totally different so- totally, topic. You know? It's a totally different topic, Gino. I lived in Vancouver. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and I was completely embarrassed as a Canadian. And, you know, uh, quite frankly, that was one of the most uh, – it was it was a dark time as far as Canadian culture goes. I mean – There's rights everywhere. There's rights in every sport. But these are people that are literally not drinking. They're training uh, with moves in parking lots. They're getting together. They're battling each other in parking lots in Moscow and other places in order to go to these events to roam the streets and uh, wreak havoc. Well, if they were doing in Moscow, it's their problem. But, but then if they were doing it in, in France, uh, that means that the forces, they don't know what they're doing. Simple as that. Okay. All right, Thomas, you're on Talk Radio AM 640. 
Hey, Thomas. Yes. Hey, how you doing? Good, good, good. Yeah, I think they need to uh, instigate some kind of violence uh, management program. Maybe try, uh, you know, some sort of uh, chemical castration, add it to the beer, or maybe give free marijuana, something like that. Alrighty, appreciate it. I guess somebody had to lighten up the moment, eh? Okay. Well, that one's done. So, in closing, it is just me that feels when there's violence like this, that, you know, uh, it's questionable whether the uh, World Cup in 2018 should be in Russia when you already have this organized violence, new type of hooliganism. All right, I'm willing to be okay and alone on this. The AM 640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM 640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.